I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. You've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. Damn it. My life has value. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. And now, the man who thinks that being politically correct is more dangerous than cancer, your host, Fran Sullivan. Well, if you can't take it anymore, give us a call. 257-5396. And you should be calling. You should be calling, and you should be calling all the time. Call people and tell them how you feel. You don't necessarily have to call me. But there are plenty of radio stations out there that would love to hear from you and just tell them how you truly feel. And hopefully we can get some people to pay attention to us because at the moment nobody's paying attention to us. Bring back live radio. Pardon me? Bring back live radio. Bring back live radio, yeah. Bring it back. There's no more nighttime live radio. Everything that anybody's listening to driving in their cars has all been pre-recorded earlier in the day. There's only me, Doug, left. That's it in the whole country. Late at night. Me and George, uh, what's his name? George, uh, coast to coast. Me, oh, and George, me and Georgie boy. Uh, I don't know his name. Uh, so how you doing there, Chuck? I'm doing good. You're holding in pretty good? Of course, man. You guys are great on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was going to, I was going to say, <clears throat> the, um, what was very interesting about the MMA and all those fighters was the... talking about that. What, what, what do you guys think about Van Dam versus Steven Seagal? They got into a fight. I know Steven Seagal, so I'm going to stay out of this one. <laughs> well, this is what I would like to say. Um, from what I understand, Steven Seagal really knows his martial arts skills, but I, but I also under the impression that he's not a very likable man in real life. Um... But as far as the fight is concerned, I would want to put my money on Jean-Claude. Jean-Claude. I would agree. What do you... Jean-Claude, he looks like he's only 5'3", though. Yeah, he, he looks small, but he probably isn't. He's probably not that small. He, he looks it, but I don't know that he is. Yeah, I guess a lot of actors are, are tall, aren't they? Yeah, no, not, 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 not really, no. It's actually the opposite. Yeah. Joe's in the motion picture business, Chuck, so... He knows oh, really? a lot of entertainers. Yeah, he led a lot of stars, and he's worked with a lot of people. He producer and director. Um, but uh, I like them both. Myself, I like them both. Like Joe, uh, Van Damme was always great. I mean, I always liked him because he was he had he had the look, he had that voice, you know, he had that, and he had that smile, he had that way about him, and he was built like forget it, great yeah, body, he looked like an action figure. Yeah, he really, yeah, he was great shape. What's wrong with Steven Seagal movies? Oh, nothing. Steven Seagal, I mean, he's a different... Uh, you know what I liked about Steven Seagal? All of his movies were nature and country-oriented. Do you know what I mean? He wanted uh, to preserve... He's like a cool guy. Yeah. Ones. Guy. Seagal's early ones were all city street stuff. I loved his yeah, early Yeah, Williams films. Forsyth. Remember that one where he... Oh, that was good. Oh, that, that was, was one, one of the best. Yeah, that was a good one. The, uh, and he's, think a, he's really a cop. He yeah, is. He is really a cop. Was, yeah. The reason I said I wanted to stay out of it because if they both fought and he was losing, he's the kind of guy that'll put a couple cue balls in a sock and hit hit him over the head with it. <laughs> oh, Steven Se- right Steven Seagal is going to win the fight. <laughs> He'll tear the eyeballs out. He's a he's a he's a street guy. So, so got, what, uh, what do we? Uh, John Leguizamo had. Uh, some not nice things to say about him when they worked on a movie together. He never has anything nice to say about anybody, John Leguizamo. Really? I like I like John. I figured he would be a really If chill... you met him, you wouldn't feel the same way. Really? <laughs> I'm allowed to say that, too. I hope you're listening, John. You cocky, arrogant, non-funny... Easy. <laughs> All right, he, he was okay as Benny Blanco in uh, Carlito's way, but other than that... Oh, I liked him in the past. Yeah? Yeah, you didn't see it. I could tell by your reaction you didn't see the past. No, I didn't. It's uh, it's a guilty pleasure. It's a very silly comedy. No, I wouldn't see a comedy. That's what it is. I mean, what? I'm uh, I'm Jack Lemmon, so, you know, the old days. I, I don't like the new comedies. No, well, this was back in the 90s. It was silly. It was fun. I got a kick out of it. He made me laugh. 
The, uh, the, the I don't know, who, who is it you're talking about? You're John Leguizamo. Did you ever see Carlito's Way? Yeah. Well, the guy that ends up killing Al Pacino at the end, the Benny end. Blanco from the Bronx. Okay. I just give you two minutes of your time, Mr. Yeah. Briganti, you know, and uh, anyhow. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Now, you know, you never liked them. I never, I tell you how I am, and yeah. I'll get them. Yeah. You know, I'll get them. <laughs> you could tell them I got Steve Carell. I, I'll get them. I'll spill coffee on them. Now, how'd you get Steve Carell? <laughs> I, my girlfriend used to tell me I was crazy. April used to say, You stop talking like that. What, what are you talking about? It's nonsense. What did he ever do to you? I said, I can't stand Steve Carell. <laughs> And I'm going to get him. And when I get him, you're going to see. And she just laughed at me and laughed at me. I saw him in an award ceremony. I walked over and knocked a cup of coffee right in his lap. <laughs> well, you just don't like him, generally speaking? I don't like you, him. You I think he's a buffoon. A I buffoon? Hey, he's, he's somebody gets paid a lot of money that's not really that funny. Hey, he's got his moments. I guess he falls under the same, like, Will Ferrell, now, what, Jim You Carrey. know, the guy from King of Queens... There's a guy that's funny. Kevin James. Come on. Yeah. Nice guy, too. Boy. And, and you know who's really Jason Alexander's a doll, man. Funny is, he, is, he, is he really? Oh, my God. He was so nice to me in April. Ben, uh, uh, Jerry Stiller, another, you know, the old man from King of Queens and Seinfeld. Beautiful man. Ben's dad. Yeah. Yeah, Ben's dad. Yeah. My, my girlfriend's their, their assistant. And, um, you know, they're just nice people. And then there's some that are just not nice. And Steve Carell's not nice. And neither is Tina Fey. And I think I should shut up because this is Fran's show. And I'm yeah, ranting. <laughs> but don't start me ranting about we, those actors, we, those we, arrogant actors. That's why you're here. I know. The uh, <laughs> Tina Fey, I, I like her look, you know? But you like the, birds? Birds? Yeah. Well, she looks like She's a bird. a little bird. Is she? Yeah. Bird. yeah. Scarface. Horrible. Well, I can't get a break with tonight. I don't know. You know, I like her. I thought you, but I mean, I don't know her. He knows these people. See, I don't know them. Like to me, Tina's okay. Um, Amy Fuller is the one I really got a problem with. You Amy know? Fuller. Yeah, her sidekick, the little blonde. Oh yeah. They used to do the news together. Yeah, I don't like her. I don't like her. Yeah, her and she went on to do Parks and Recreation. It's like, you know what it is too with me. I'm a big component to when they open their mouths when they're not acting or when they're not on a comedy show and when they say certain things and it turns me off you know it's like amy fuller is a left-wing propagandist basically you know, it's like nah no 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 it's okay no no more of you i don't need you anymore chuck what do you think it is yeah, chuck? Young come on, who's, chuck who's your actor come on you yeah like? who do you come come on. On. bad mouth somebody come on chuck well i don't want to bad mouth somebody let's talk about who who do you guys think is the the best actor or actress of all time Best actor? That's a good question, or actress. Well, there's a few of them, but yeah. you got to say Jack Nicholson's up there in one, yeah. two, or three. got to say Robert De Niro, previous to the last five years, would be up there. Yeah. I I, I always had a thing for Jack Lemmon, and still I started to see that his, a lot of his stuff is shtick. Um, you know... See, I got two people. i got to say the Pacino's there, too. You know, Sean Penn... If you if you look back, and of course this new guy, when he, when I say new, but uh, how could you go wrong with the Lincoln actor uh, Daniel Day Lewis? Oh, yeah. There will He's, be blood. Yeah. So it's it's always hard to say who the best actor is because now how can I throw Dustin Hoffman out of that? Wait a minute, <laughs> you can't. You can't. Dustin you know, Hoffman you know what I really pick. enjoy that I think is a good actor is like Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, I was just going to say yeah. Him, yeah, but he's so you young yet. That guy? He yeah. hasn't. He hasn't. Seen, you know, hasn't seen his best days yet. But Leo. what a wonderful actor he is. Leo. He's great. What a wonderful actor. My God, in The Aviator, should have won Academy Award for that. He played Howard Hughes, and every performance that guy gives, I believe it. In The Departed. Uh, basketball Diaries, Titanic, anything that Leonardo DiCaprio is in, it's so good. He's a great actor. Did you guys see that movie, uh, Wolf of Wall Street? I thought. Yeah. Was really oh great my role. God. What they do? They took the uh, what's those pills they took? Oh, I couldn't stop laughing. Jonah Hill's another guy I love. What they, what they couldn't speak? Remember they took too many um, ludes. Those playludes they were taking. Oh my god! Oh, they, were, they weren't working, <laughs> and they kept taking them. But they couldn't. <laughs> That's exactly what you do. Oh god! If you see that scene, you die. I got you asked me if I saw that movie, and I didn't. Oh I went, please! I'll, for that, I'll go see and it. Jo and Jonah Hill, you got to admit, is a funny guy. Come on. 
There's there's a little stupid movie about something where they're the patrol. It's him, Ben Stiller, and Vince Vaughn. Oh, he's hilarious yeah, in that. The, the, Doug, what? They're talking about this. I got because I got to say this. I'm in Philly. You know, my family had a bar, right? So I'm I'm there late at night. I'm bartending, and a kid comes in that I know. I, I used to babysit him when he was. So he's uh, he's about uh, I don't know. I guess Russell was maybe. 24, then 23, 24, you know. And he gets a, he gets a beer or whatever. I gave it to him. And he goes to the bathroom. He comes back from the bathroom. And he's a little, you know, you know, you know, an hour goes by. He went to the bathroom four times. But every, you know, now it's the third, about the third time, you know, he's really starting to slur the words, you know. But I'm laughing what you're saying because oh, that's what he was doing. Yeah, was because the fourth or fifth time he kept because he didn't want me to know what he was doing. You know, he come out, he can't speak. He said, "What you're doing?" And I'm looking, and his head's down, and I'm I'm looking. I'm saying, "I I can't believe his kid just OD in that front scene, of me." You know, if you see that scene in The Wolf of Wall Street, I'm telling you, you're going to break your back. Well, Am I um, lying if anybody saw him? It's hilarious. <laughs> it's absolutely. Oh, and I'm sorry. I forgot one name out there. Gene Hackman. Can oh, yeah. Hackman, Hackman was unbelievable. Unbelievable. He retired no, finally. Now, before we end up changing subject, yes, I sir. just wanted to put my two cents in. I want, from, you, I, I want my, your two cents. Give me a quarter. People you? that I appreciate their acting abilities. Okay? Because there's tons of people. There's a difference between a movie star and an actor. Okay? All right. Now, uh, he mentioned it earlier. Uh, Dustin Hoffman, I in I believe he is a a good consummate professional actor. The man has been in everything from comedies to dramas. Right, you know he he, he changes throughout, and he also has a couple of bombs. Now, as far as a woman is concerned, Charlize Theron. Oh wow, she's great. Now her is 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 my pick for best female. Actor. Monster, end the story. Monster. You're right. I end mean, it right there. Here's right a girl there. that is so gorgeous, drop dead gorgeous, and she plays that woman. And you ever see the real interviews of of the the serial killer woman? That was a performance of lifetime, and I agree with you there. See, I just then those were my two picks for like who I feel are best actors in their. I mean, craft you got to You know, Meryl nowadays. Streep has got to. You know, but I'm so sick of it. But oh, Meryl, yeah. but she's such a nice woman, and. Uh, you know, she's she's one of the very few women that get ca- good gets ro- good really good roles. Like she gets really really good roles. Speaking of women, we have uh, two of them on the line here. Let's do Colleen. Okay. Hello, Colleen. Are you there? Oh, hello. Hello, Colleen. This is Fran. That hi, was, Colleen. That was hi. Doug, and this is Joe. Just said hi to you. Hi. Okay. Hello. And uh, how how are you, Colleen? How are you tonight? Oh, I'm doing good. That's How are we, you guys? That's what we like to hear. You're doing good, Colin. Good mood, unless, yeah. you're, unless you're mad at me. Um, <laughs> unless who's mad at you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I tried to protect you women, so remember, I was the one <laughs> that was non-massaging. Hey, if you want to be on, I'll leave you on. Or if you want to go, I'll let you go. The uh... Okay, I'm going to put you back on. Uh, okay. uh, who, who are we talking to here? This is Colleen. Who, yeah, I know I'm talking to Colleen. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. You gotta let me know whenever I don't do the thing. I, I was talking to Chuck, uh, uh, and Chuck's still gonna be on. Hi, with Colleen. Us. What's what's on your mind? Uh, I was just listening, so I was gonna yeah, you know, just comment about you were talking about the best actors. Yes, please do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you know, um, I, as you were saying it, so I, I started thinking, hmm, who do I think's the best actors? Well, you know what? All the ones you were naming, that's right. There's so many good ones, all those men you were saying. And then when you were talking about um, Leonardo DiCaprio, I'll tell you what, it's true. He, all the, you guys are right. Even if, yeah, he's he's young, not as old as those other ones, but um, he just, all those movies, he's great. He really you know? is. You know what movie what, what, said to me that Leonardo DiCaprio was going to make something out of himself. What's eating Gilbert Grape? Oh, yeah, what are you, a mind reader? I love you, Doug. <laughs> and I'm a movie guy, and I'm a hog when it comes to movies. I know it. So am I. Went to film school. Here we go. I, I love it. <laughs> and he's also handsome, correct, Colleen? He's like very. He's not hard on the eyes. And I'm as a man, right. I'm saying that. You know, he's right. he's, yeah. he's got that really debonair look. And and you know. Um, Doug said something very interesting. There's a difference between a movie star and an actor. Well, there's a combination there for you. Because mm-hmm. Leonardo right. can walk down with that tuxedo. 
hand arm in arm with somebody and you just, you know, wow, look at him. You know, what a handsome guy. But also he's a character actor and he could scruff it up and become very, very volatile. Oh, yeah. And do things like that. Well, I got a question I mean, for you. Uh, okay. Well, I was. Oh, I'll look ahead, and then I was going to say something else too. Go ahead. Just real quick, your favorite uh, movie. Your favorite movie of all time. Uh, Come on. Hmm. Huh. Or you, I gotta, you know what? I'll tell you what. I got. I got one for sure that I. I don't always watch movies over and over. But one I can. I would. I can always watch that was uh, Forrest Gump. I do like that movie. Okay. That one, and I'll tell you, I do like uh, uh, Saturday Night Fever. Oh, I like you, Colleen. <laughs> Are you nearby? <laughs> oh, how could you not like Saturday Night Fever? What a good... Well, you know, I'll tell you what. I've liked John Travolta, too, though. I was thinking one of the actors, and uh, I'll tell you what. he I've loved him since he was a sweat hog. Oh, okay? yeah. That's yeah. true, sweat hogs. I worked oh, yeah. all, he you tells know, his they, father, I worked all night on my hair, and you go ahead and you hit it. <laughs> what are you going to in the hair for? I worked hard on it. <laughs> that was funny when he did oh, that. Oh, yeah. man, he was so good. What a dancer. My mom still doesn't get that joke. <laughs> she, she don't get that one. No, no, no she'll uh, smack me in the back of my head. I'll do anyway, one. I got one, just one more thing. Um, what, I, I heard you talk about John Leguizano. I was wondering, too, do you know, was, in, was he that one guy also that he was in that movie... Oh, brother, where art thou with George Clooney? No. No. Uh, okay. Do you know the guy I'm talking about? John DeToro, who's a fantastic that's it, that's actor. It. Okay. And if you watch, I'll give you a film to watch of his, and when you, 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 you'll put him on your list. Uh, not only is John a very talented actor, he's a director, but he has a performance in a movie called Quiz Show. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Quiz Show. And watch him in that, and you will see a true actor. That was based on a true story, wasn't yes, it? it was. Yes, the it fixed, was. Fixed, the fixed ring games. Ah, okay. And then, you know, George Clooney, for whatever it's worth with him, you know, um, I, I got mixed emotions on him, but he's entertaining. I, you know, one of his one of the roles that surprised me the most was when he plays the sea captain in the uh, Perfect Storm. Oh, uh, yeah. I thought he yeah. was pretty good. I liked him in the... Uh... The other one, the one you're just talking about. Oh, brother? Yeah. He was. He was oh, that, yeah. That, you know, I saw that last week. I think it was on. The they were all good. I've in always it. liked that show, that movie. Yeah. Well, well, movies ended in 1980 anyway. From 1969 to 1980 is the repertoire of the best films ever. And that's uh, for sure. So. That's for sure. Aren't you? Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. I can argue and win that argument all the time. <laughs> Jaws, The Exorcist, Rocky, Deer Hunter. The Godfather, come on, network. Oh yeah, the Godfather. I <laughs> network, yeah, right, yeah. network. Yeah. Network. I City of Mets. Forever about that. So, <laughs> Godfather, I like the movie Casino. Um, Casino. Goodfellas. Oh, Goodfellas is great too. Yeah. Joey couple, had a couple friends of couple mine. Couple movies huh? and uh, he, it's a lot of those guys. Uh, he was in Joey's movies too. Yeah, I uh, yeah. Johnny Rose B, Vinnie Vella, the one in Casino that says, "Mom, I'm gonna bust him up with a bat." You know, the one that got everybody away. He's a very, very good friend of mine, Vinny, and he's a funny guy. And he's another guy that'll do anything to take his shirt off his back for you. He'll ask you for a hundred or two, but <laughs> but he's you know, but you know what's you know what's interesting? They're real guys. You know, they're yeah. cor they're corner guys, and when they get on the the screen, they're doing really how they are in real life, and it comes off so real. And those, mm -hmm. you know, Martin Scorsese, you know, needless to say, he's a he's a mastermind. So mm -hmm. his films are always good to watch. So. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, I'm gonna look that other movie up. You told me too. I hope you do. Quiz show. I will. Colleen, thank you for calling us. That was that was very kind of you to do that, and we want you to call us again. I will. I'll be with us. sitting there listening too. And um, and maybe I'll get you to meet Leonardo DiCaprio, and I mean that. Uh -oh. For real? Nah, there's a shot. I got All a right. shot in a couple of years. I have a shot in six months. To, but, but, but just keep calling in. How's that? If you keep <laughs> oh, calling yeah. in, you get closer to that. But I got to meet him just, first just, and get a hug. Know, you just told me that and you keep, want me to keep calling in? I will. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Colleen. Have All a good right, weekend, thanks. honey. Thank okay, you. Too. Good Bye. night. Bye. Is uh, Chuck still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Hey, Chuck, how you doing, buddy? We, I'm doing good. We didn't, we didn't forget you, Chuck. Hey, we, I'm a diehard fan now. You got what, babe? Go. What did he say? We're, he's I'm a, a diehard fan now. He's a diehard fan. You're a die good, good. That's what we like. We have another nice, nice lady 
Uh, Amelia. Haven't spoke to Amelia in a while. Good evening, gentlemen. Oh, here she is. Hi, Amelia. Amelia, this is my friend Joe. Hi, Amelia. And, oh, Joe. And nice there's, to meet you. Nice to meet you, too, I dear. was thinking it was Albie, but I wasn't really paying attention to you guys. I think Albie's, uh, I don't know, he's stayed home with his son or something. We were with him this afternoon, but... Nice man. Yeah, and... Uh, but he's I, watching my movie. Oh, that's right. You gave him one of your movies, that's didn't right, you? There you go. <laughs> he may be watching that's the movie. Right. I yeah. hope he is. Yeah, he may be watching the movie. And he may never talk to us again, but <laughs> he's watching one of my movies. I forgot you did that. Yes, yeah. you did, Joe. You gave him a movie. You got a movie to watch. Maybe we give movies out. We want to give some movies out for the. That's not a bad team. idea. Yeah? Oh Matt. yeah. Well, we could do that. Yeah. You could try that. But well, you know anyway. what I got mad at recently? What? Those DVD and CD players, I'll rant about that. I finally called my computer specialist and said, are these little portable DVD players and CD players just designed to, like, run for a while and then suddenly they stop loading and die yes. and they're just made to be trash? And yeah, because they're yeah. trash. They're, they're, they're made very oh, badly. They're made very badly. Nowadays. Okay, good. Then we all agree on that. Well, there's nothing to to rant about there. Um, I was also going to rant about the small invisible print on things and fine print, but then I didn't want to talk about... Then I was going to ask what you all are wearing <laughs> because Fran said something last week that gave me the impression that Doug was wearing a tuxedo. So in my mind, I just pretended Doug was working in a tuxedo and that seemed right to me. Well, tonight I'm wearing a nice little leather number. <laughs> some spandex bicycle shorts. Okay, good boy. We can each make up something exotic or, or, or maybe practical that we might like to be wearing. I'm dressed in, in, in 1400 armor. Because <laughs> we're making cumbersome in the studio. Wait, was that Fran? No, that was Joe. I'm dressed in... I have to, wait, I have to lift up my headpiece. Hold on. I was on the rack when you were talking to me. <laughs> well, Franny's over there dressed up like a beef eater. Oh, yeah, my God. Uh, don't make me laugh. <laughs> You're going to split your uh, your leather there. So you keep making jokes. I, I like this idea, though, Fran. Yes, call people up and, what are you wearing? <laughs> they might, you know, they might like it. What you, yeah, what do you have on right now? Tell the truth. What if somebody just said, I'm dead naked? <clears throat> I'm calling well, you up and I'm that. ranting and I'm dead naked. We'd call them a liar. We know they're not naked. You're not lit naked, and you know it. What are you lying for? Okay, there you go. How See? many people are actually walking around naked now? It's a little chilly. <laughs> it's well, maybe chill. in their house. They're enjoying ranting. Being ranting and being naked. Naked rants. Naked go, rants. Naked rants. Maybe we could start something. <laughs> we then. could start something <laughs> new. <laughs> naked <laughs> rants. We have our naked rants <laughs> from, from, from right. 1230 to 1. I bet you my friend Rob, who won all those bets, he said he was going to go see his girlfriend. Yeah, I bet you you're naked, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's what he did? He, oh, he, he was ran right he was over there. so happy. He goes, I'm running to see my girl. I know that high. <laughs> you win a few dollars. Oh, no, wait, like that. Oh, you guys just remind me. I was trying to remember. That's a, a theme. Let's just get naked. And I do believe it was a Joan Osborne song that I was listening to. Let's just get naked just for a while. Or or maybe it was a George Carlin line that when, when people are fighting, they should just get naked. Yeah, it's more Carlin. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, he did a movie part that was very good. Did you ever see him in The Prince of Tides? George Carlin? Yeah, he plays the gay neighbor and tells uh, Nick Nolte, you need to dress up, pal. I'll take oh, you to Bamberg. Okay. I'm sorry he's <laughs> I'll take you to Bamberg. Yeah, it's one of those things. But George Carlin was there. He had a cameo. In that, uh, I loved film. everything George was in. I even, I even liked his short-lived TV series, which I think they didn't give it a chance. Do you remember? Do you remember his short-lived no. TV series? No, I, I don't. That's interesting. No, I don't remember well, his yeah, TV it, series. You weren't born then. Yeah, probably not. Well, the series had to be like in the 80s, if oh, the very no, latest, the 90s. It then. That's a shame. It lasted, I, oh my, jeez, what, what's the season nowadays? 12, it used to be 12 episodes for a season. I don't even know if it well, made Well, maybe it if he had something like the opposite of what Fat Albert did for Bill Cosby, it might have stayed on longer. Uh, you know, like the, the, the... I don't think they want everybody on TV that, you know, they might want people to stick to a certain line. Like, yes, we could rant about that. We did already, the cartoon papas. 
you know, where we have all these fat, stupid husbands with these. I hate those things. Mike and Molly. I hate that show. And they have this. Yeah. Okay. So we, we agree on that. We don't like them. <laughs> Good, then we I don't mean, Jackie Gleason. It should have stopped the Jackie Gleason. Like, yeah. Some of this stuff is stupid. And what are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> well, I am wearing fashionable um, fatigues. I've got pockets on so that I can go outside and tend the campfires because we're watching the stars spin. And I think the moon went down. Whoops. There it goes. No moon. You know, you guys there, can't the moon. see the sky where you are, huh? No, there in no sky. They were saying tonight in Telluride, uh, they shut all the lights off in the city. And, really? Uh, yeah, so, so they can see this, see the sky, see the stars. Oh, now that is okay. Now that's a community working together. I love that idea. Well, that's what they did. As I was coming in, it was on the radio <clears throat> that they said that Telluride sits kind of like in a valley, anyway. Because <clears throat> I was complaining about the light pollution around me. I can see like yeah. 40 miles. Yeah. Well, it'll knock, yeah, it'll knock out the, 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 your night sky. If, hey, you, know, the, the light. you know something, though? Just before we go to break, what? one thing. Hey, Chuck. Yeah. What are you wearing? Ah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was about to say nothing. <laughs> I thought so. No. I want to know. <laughs> she wants to know, Chucky boy. We have to save that for when we come back. Yeah, we have to save for when we come. We're going to make a break and we're going to come back. Don't go away. Stay there. Stay tuned. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. You've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. Damn it. My life has value. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! And now, the man who thinks that being politically correct is more dangerous than cancer, your host, Fran Sullivan. Hey, Chuck, this is for you. You know, the banks are going bust. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? So I you, you got you to gotta find some, some way to hide whatever you have. Don't let anybody know. And don't listen to Joe. Joe's telling you to buy gold. Don't tell anybody if you're going to buy the gold. William Devane It'll be the first house gold. they come to. It will be yours. I don't know. He scares me when he slaps that paper and I turn the channel. What's that? What did you say? <laughs> I didn't hear that. Are you saying William Devane's telling people to buy gold? But in one of his commercials, he's telling you to buy gold and he smacks the newspaper like he's hitting a dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And what's in your safe? What's in your safe? What's safe? What are you, freaking crazy? You, you know, how could you guys say that? What a, He's a very trustworthy looking Hey, listen, man. you want to hear something? The guy that built the Four Queens, remember I told you Tommy Callahan, he's from Philadelphia. Well, his buddy, John Modi, who was a big number writer in Philadelphia, well, John sold me his safe many moons ago. And I gave it to my mother when I left Philly. And um, it was a little tiny safety. But what was funny was John was a number writer, and he said he used to have to put his foot against it, you know, to close it. $100 bills. Can you imagine 1932, 1933? Because that's when that was all going on, you know. $10,000 a day in change. He had 250 number writers working for him. That's a lot. Ten grand a day. I said, John, are you kidding? Change? He said, well, what'd you think? He said, there were pennies and yeah, nickels and then, dimes. Yeah, He said, that's what people bet. You know, if somebody bet a quarter or a buck, forget it. They yeah. had a lot of money. He said, but it was all change. I said, well, what'd you do with the change? He said, wheelbarrows into the bank. I said, wow. wheelbarrows into the bank. He said, every day, wheelbarrows. Tell them I don't know if you guys Life. know this, but do you guys know uh, quarters that were actually before 1964, I believe? All silver. Like 90% silver? Yeah. I got two of them. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to sell them. They're only worth $8.50. <laughs> I was good. looking for a 1943 penny now because that That's is an interesting... supposed to be worth money. Well, is it supposed to be worth money? Yeah, $10 million. Yeah. There's only six of them. $10 million, Remember huh? they did? they couldn't make copper because of the war... They only made six, like six pennies or something. Oh yeah, they were all lead. You remember that, don't you, Amelia? 
Well, <laughs> lead pennies. No, you don't remember you lead remember, pennies. You remember wooden nickels? Wooden nickels. I have wooden nickels. <laughs> <laughs> you can still get them. You can get them at the casinos. Yeah, uh -huh. wooden nickels. Yeah, but the lead but pennies, I, have a I remember. About gold, Fran or Joe, or is Chuck still there? Yeah, he's I'm here. Still here. Yeah. And are, are you dressed yet, Chuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I could be walking around naked. We don't want you to just stand over there naked with nothing to say. And for yeah, God's sake, weird. stay away from the fan. Okay, well, here's yeah. my question about gold. When they say, okay, you know, you got to buy gold because um, the dollars aren't going to be worth anything, I keep thinking, well, then why don't these guys just keep their gold and wait? Why do they want dollars now? I mean, if you get it. Oh, I've I've already gotten it. I already know. Tell me. But uh, well, first of all, I wouldn't buy gold. I would buy silver. Right. You're number smart. one. I I've heard of that. And uh, you know, if I were going to buy anything, it would be silver. But um, it's exactly what you said. Why would they sell gold for dollars if gold if gold is because so? Because people aren't taking physical custody of this gold in some cases, which is. How stupid the yeah, masses are not, that are still playing not such a good game. idea. Well, the guys right. that are buying it because that's what a lot, a lot. You know, I was an '80s guy with the rope chains and then you know that yeah. and the gold uh, bracelets yeah. and right. the big rings. And right. I took a lot of that stuff and put it in the pawn shop because at one time it might have been forty dollars, but I was getting one hundred and thirty dollars alone on it. The gold was up a lot about five years ago, but it went down. I know, I, a thousand dollars. The point was, if you were broke. And you Whoa. had some scrap gold, well, you could time. sell it. Well, and, and now they, they say that we have no gold in our coffers anyway, that China has been buying gold very smartly on purpose. But then I think that the only thing we're using gold for is like spaceship wiring. I mean, what do we really need gold for? After you have some fancy jewelry, What's the point of it? Steve Wynn's wife needs it. She needs Well, remember what I said earlier? Don't you need it to offset, to make money worth something? Isn't there some... Originally, not anymore. Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what they say, but Originally, not anymore. Originally, when the game started... Okay, wait a minute. We're so far yeah. out of it, a game yeah. with any rules, you guys. It isn't fair. You can't just... Okay, when I went to school... <laughs> We didn't have billions and trillions, okay? If you were a millionaire, that was a big deal. That was deal. a big Nobody deal. Nobody slung around the word billions. Nobody slung around. We nope. didn't even have to. Trillion wasn't even in our math books. And when you talk about the difference between a million and a billion and a trillion in, 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 in seconds, seconds of time. It's fascinating. You want to hear what it translates to? A billion, a million, and a trillion seconds? Yeah, go Are ahead. Are you still there? Okay, I'm, I'm not making this up. If I <laughs> say, I'm going to pay you back in a million seconds, well, that would be 12 days from now. Not so bad. If I say, well, no, I'm going to pay you back in a billion, a billion seconds. Well, that's 30 years. Then if I say, well, no, forget it. I'll just pay you back in a trillion seconds. 30,000 years from now. Seconds. Okay, that's... Well, trillion seconds. That definitely adds up. All right, I'll be quiet now. 30, no more 30,000 years, huh? No, it's interesting. I get the sure point. was interesting. I get the point. It's <laughs> unfathomable. It's uncountable. The only way we have money is because the machines are pretending we do. If I was elected, I would close the banks... Give everybody their money and just, you know, say, go shopping. Have a nice time. We're done. I don't think you, I don't think you could do that. I know you couldn't. Of course you Oh, why? Because it would be too good to be true? Well, here's the thing. The, the money that's printed, we only have a third that's currently out there. Everything is all by electronic and debit at this time. And it's all fake numbers. Wouldn't you guys agree? I agree. Mm -hmm, I agree. But lay it on us, Chuck. Let's hear what you got to say. Well, because it's the Federal Reserve. Obviously, they are not a part of the federal government, but it's a banking institution where they just constantly, you know, buy bonds, which is we have to pay for as far as for taxes. And they're just constantly printing money. And the interesting part is every dollar that you put into the bank, the bank has a right to lend out 90% and only hold 10% within the banks, and that's called, uh, I think it's called re fractional reserve spending. Have isn't you guys it, heard of that? I haven't heard of that, but isn't it how we get interest from the bank from our savings? Because the they thing. 
because they so do basically like, what happens is every, no such thing anymore every you know hundred dollars that you deposit it says that the bank is allowed to keep 10 percent within the bank and loan out 90. The 90% and leverage that mm. out and let people mm. borrow that money. Okay, but isn't this the problem that whoever's coming up with the rules on the back of the game board, that they keep changing the rules and that every now and then they skip the rules and they just make up new stuff and nobody gets in trouble? Well, of course, because yeah. they're, the, they're the guys that make the rules. They can make up the rules whenever they like. Okay, well, it's a big mess now. Well, I'm going to give uh, Chuck... The, the bottom line, though, Chuck. Yeah, because Chuck's been waiting for this. Forget the gold, forget the silver. It's nice to have it, but you don't need to put all your money in that. Put your money in to something that a very wise man many years ago said, buy land. God's not making any more of it. There you go. But if you're not paying the taxes... Thank you, Chuck. Well, you, well, you, understandable, but I'm not saying buy what you can't pay for. But mm-hmm. uh, tonight I'm watching just here, perfect example, David Letterman. With, they just had a little news thing on him. So he's retiring, right? Mm-hmm. He's got a home in uh, one of the islands, Canary Islands or whatever it is. You know, it's nice little home, you know, on the beach. He has another home, mansion, up in uh, Westchester or wherever, you know, Greenwich or wherever up there, 100-acre farmhouse, you know, beautiful, probably 8,000-square-foot home. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, of course, he has his, uh, I think it was 10,000 or 19,000-acre estate up in Wyoming. Yeah. Chuck, do you understand now? I hear you. What I'm trying to tell you. Because with nineteen thousand acres of land, he's got twenty. He's got twenty lakes on it. He's got uh, I don't know how much timber he's got on it. He got animals on it. You got whatever you want on it. And you know something, Fran? Uh, If I might throw this out there for anybody else that might be listening and interested in stuff like real estate and land. You should have them tune in at 12 o'clock on Sundays, man, to listen to the Market Snapshot. There's some guy named that is Dan, a good show. Dan French, and he's really good. Him and his partner, those guys will answer any question. They will do, they're phenomenal people. And uh, I'm just telling people just in case they want to. I'm not trying to promote the show. I'm just it Sounds saying, like you're promoting to me. Well, maybe I'm just trying to be a nice guy. <laughs> I'm trying to help our, our listeners. Well, no. What's it sound like to you, Joe? Does it sound like he's promoting these? I was going to charge him for that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, 12 o'clock, tune into that show. I would just say, get uh, get some information off of these fellas. Maybe they're uh, maybe they're really up on it. You know, it sounds like it. They are the sharpest individuals. How do we pay back China and all these countries? You can't. You can't pay them. No, no. I'm serious. If there's no money and people are making all these good points, things aren't sell sell off the United States like they're doing. Give me an example how that debt gets. I'm telling you, they're selling off the highways. He's right. They Uh, sold off the Pennsylvania Turnpike. I believe that's true. They did. France owns the Pennsylvania Turnpike. Well, that's what I thought. If you're going to loan somebody money, you have to get a pink slip on something. They must. Well, that's what I just did. Oh, that's what? what they're doing. Really, France owns it. Yeah. Why couldn't it be Germany? So it would be like the Autobahn. I guess. The, I guess they uh, offered <laughs> a little more money. You know, I don't know why. But uh, you're, absolutely, you're absolutely right. I heard that a bunch of foreigners are actually buying out here. Yeah, they're buying in the U.S. They're just well, buying everything up. Buying it up. But. Somebody's selling it that don't own it. You know, you, you got these congressmen and senators that passing these bills to sell this stuff off so they can stay in office because sooner or later, you know, something, if, the, if you don't have any money to run things, the people that are living downstairs, you know, you know, they, they start saying, you know. Yeah, but we did pull a fast one. Didn't we sell the Swiss? All that bad Maggie May paper, whatever it was, all those bad loans. Well, so to a lot of people, not only the Swiss. I mean, that was just another, uh, that was just the, the American way, you know what I mean? You know, rob you and then sell it to somebody else. Right, you know, right. Sell all the mortgages off. Nobody knows where it's at. And then come back and have us pay them for it. Paid all the banks back. That's right. See, I don't know. 
That's terrible. Yeah, we got to switch subjects here. Well, yeah, <laughs> my subject is this. No, but you know what's good? Here's what's good. Is that actually we do get by every day, and it's really not a matter of of dollars. It's a matter of energy, and, and um, seeds is what really matters, and water. And so, you know, hopefully we'll get coordinated and we'll work with what we've got. We can start this game all over, I believe. We can go back to zero. Remember the year of Jubilee? Yeah, Fran, we go back that long. Yeah. When every 50 years... Every debt was set for you just started over. Well, that would be that would be a way to do it, but the 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 really rich rich people they don't want to start it, anything it over. They well, got it they got it almost where they want it to own everything in the world. Okay, well good. Then they should be happy and they should be done now because the rest of us would like to start a new game. That's what we got to do, you guys. Is figure out how to fold, you know, or or just start reach well, we don't say reshuffle the jack. People get nervous. But just, yeah, they can have what they want, and, uh, you know, we'll just figure something out amongst ourselves. It's interesting you said that. There was a statistic. Now, I'm going to be wrong on the math because I can't remember exactly what it was, but we apparently lent a country some money, as we usually do, with all the problems we have in our own country, and it turned out that that amount of money, that everyone could have had a $10,000 interest-free loan. Right. To start their lives over again. You're right. I've heard that too. And that would have been something else. Because I know for sure if I had that opportunity back then, there's a couple different things I would have did. Yeah. And, and a lot of people would. I'm sure some people would blow it and do, but there's a lot of us that could use that second chance. So it was a very good point you brought up. I'd like to have that chance. Yeah, if we could all just have a little cushion to kick back. and Now, that's another thing when I'm elected. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go immediately to the four-day work week. Okay, I think uh, we're we going to vote just... for you, lady. That's for sure. Okay, and then the other thing, here's a really good idea. I want to close the stock market except for Wednesdays. I don't want all this trading going up and down. You know, it's so stupid to see the Dow Jones going up a couple hundred points when it's like up to 20 grand. Now it's nothing. It's like a little little zigzag zipper. There's nothing really fun going on. I say if we close the stock market and then everybody just come in on Wednesday, you know, and just I want people to think about their investments. Man, if we slow the Wall Street down, that would be really fun. Yeah, but now you see what she did? Chuck, did you hear what she did? She gave us a four-day work week and gave the people on Wall Street, you know, the money people, one day. <laughs> one yeah, did day. you get that, Chuck? Uh, I did. <laughs> I got to work four days. They get to work one. Well, they're just going to be, oh, well, no, we're going to make <laughs> them have to work harder. They're going to have to give us our actual him, stock him. certificates. We're going to be on their board of directors. I think corporations aren't really adhering to what the meaning of a corporation originally should have been. Yeah, well. I, but that's another game. They've do you know it's away. Do you know it's raining here? It is. Yes. R raining pennies. No, it just raining. That means that it means we said something that was very real. We got a reaction from our Lord and Savior. Yeah. Something we said was very very meaningful. If it's raining. It's raining. Wow. Okay, that's beautiful. And you guys probably have little rainbows going on too, and all the twinkles. Well, not yet, yeah, but not later. But later on, rainbow. Yeah, when you go out walking around in the rain. Rainbow in the dark. For all you Dio fans. Well, I got that metal outfit on, so I'm going to be rusty. So I don't know. That's got to be so uncomfortable, Joe. I'm going to chafe really bad. Is that? Oh, Joe, I have a question about movies. Yes, dear. What do they do with all the costumes? Where does all that stuff go? Very interesting. A lot of the, your, well, your bigger budget movies, honestly, throw it out. I mean, there's no other way to put it. It's just oh, very, God, I find that horrifying. No, and, you know and, how and many true, others find that horrifying. What, what, a, what a smart, independent, or moderate budget movie does is they rent right. the, the wardrobes from a place and return it. And one of the biggest things that's done is, you know, a costume designer... They get to keep their, their items, and um, so it doesn't yeah, there really are go. some warehouses and museums, but yeah, it is fascinating Yeah, and, and things, of, things of that nature, but there's a lot of waste when it comes to things like that. You know, I would love to get my hands on the original outfits of the Planet of the Apes. You know, you would think they would still be around. There's not, there's not many left. I think there's only two of those suits left. You mean the monkey suit? Yeah, I thought that was great. <laughs> is there they, they were designed. Auction goes off. 
Imagine. I think you can get monkey suits still. Don't. <laughs> I want to get myself a Linda Blair uh, mask. I want to get the Exorcist mask. That's what I. Well, want. you like that movie? That's fine. <clears throat> Chuck was asking something. What were you asking, Chuck? Well, with all the uh, costumes, don't they have a company out there that just you know takes them on and just auction them off? That's yeah, they auction do. them off exactly. Yes, but a lot of them, believe it or not, are left on the old school lots that are still you know in existence in Paramount, and you go in there and you get cobwebs. Robert Evans got lost in one of those rooms not too long ago. Couldn't find his way out. <laughs> Good old Robert. Robert Evans. That's <laughs> my man. <laughs> he was with two blondes and he got lost in the wardrobe room. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he ever did anything in his life, did he? How did he ever get into what I Robert mean, Evans no, I'm worked when for he was, Evan and Pacone. Yeah, but I mean in when when he started. He he made one movie. Yeah, he made one movie. And listen what Mayor Mayor. Goldwyn Mayer, the little guy. The kid stays in the picture. Uh, what's the woman I told you the other day before I forget her name? Hurry up. Oh, God, the actress. The one that Howard Hughes went out with. Carrie oh. Ava Gardner. Yeah, right. Ava Gardner and, and uh, Errol Flynn all wrote letters. We want this kid. We're not working with him. He's not experienced, and he played a matador. And Metro Goldwyn Mayer got up out of his seat in the stands, and he goes, you're all fired because the kid stays in the picture. <laughs> Boom. And that's how he got to start. And he did, wasn't a very good actor, but what a salesman. He saved Paramount Pictures. He brought one. He flew in with a one-way ticket, no luggage, and got in front of all the big wigs at the Westinghouse building and showed them a portion of the love story, just the first couple reels of it. And was that his a, a love story? Yeah. yeah, he had that, the odd couple, the godfather. And why is it called Roman Polanski's Chinatown and not Robert Evans' Chinatown? They had a big fight about that because Robert Evans had a lot to do with producing that. Robert Evans made all those films in the 70s. What a great producer. Had a stroke pitching um, a scary movie by the guy that did the Freddy Krueger movies. Uh, I can't think of his name. But uh, I, I had the pleasure of meeting Robert Evans, and he's a very knowledgeable man. Clive Barker. Yeah. Uh, um, no, 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 not him. Um, I'll think of it. Anyhow, uh, The Kid Stays in the Picture is a documentary about Robert Evans, and it'll teach you all about the movie business and, and how he made it, and it's a fantastic documentary. It's called The Kid Stays in the Picture. He also was handsome. Yeah, he was a good-looking guy. I mean, he was. He was a good-looking guy. You know, he got picked up out of a pool by... Um, uh, what's the name's uh, wife? Uh, oh God, Lon Chaney's wife found him uh, at a swimming pool and said, oh. "Do you want to be in a movie and play my husband?" Is that right? Mm-hmm. That's in that documentary. The first Lon Chaney, the, the senior. Yeah. Was it uh, Junior's mom, the one that drank the acid? I, 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 you got me there. I don't know. I just he was at a swimming pool making phone calls because he sold. Evan Pacone pants, and she apparently looked at him and said, what's a handsome guy like you, you know, doing at the swimming pool? She goes, I want you to play my husband. And he did a screen test, and he ended up playing Lon Chaney. Or wow, Lon Chaney's that. Well, see the Thanks. film. The kid stays in the picture right now. Write it down and rent it. I'm telling you, you'll love that film. It's very good about how he lost He lost Allie McGraw, who was a beautiful woman. I don't yeah, know he if, was married to Allie McGraw. And he, he lost yeah. her. Yeah. All he had to do, because she was with Rock Hudson, and he said, here, here she goes. She's an hour and a half away, and I wouldn't go visit her once on the set. But when I finally knew I lost her, when I called her room and she wasn't there anymore, and she was at Rock Hudson's room, then I jump on the plane and I go see her. How stupid was I? He used to call her the snot nose, the little snot nose. Because she would not give up that part. She said, I will not give up that part, Evans. I will play Love Story. It's my script. And she got it. You know, I always appreciated the theme song for that. I just wanted to throw that out. Very there. haunting. The opening haunting film with uh -huh. that. Yeah. Da, yeah. Da, 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 da. Beautiful. To tell the story you, of how great a love can be. Yeah, that was but great. When it's in a music box, it's really cool. It really is. And yeah. you got a good, you, well, you've got a good sense of film. I could tell that. And that's, uh, you know, the, the, the way that was, that was a great film. I mean, look, 19, so you know how many pregnancies were made during Love Story? <laughs> Jesus, God. <laughs> like it broke a record. 
It broke a record. Yeah, yeah. they said it. And in, in this film I'm talking about, the kid stays in the picture. It's true. It was a phenomenon. It was a big hit. That's what the country needed back then. They didn't need no more John Wayne movies or Midway blow-ups. You know, Patton was the film the year before that. Love Story came out and changed it because that was the love child times, you yeah. know, late it, 60s. And You know what I kind of regret that they never got around to do? Like, you know how we talked about the Expendables earlier today about how they're matching these action stars with other action stars now? I always wondered how, how a movie would have been with John Wayne and Clint Eastwood in it at the yeah, same time. Yeah, of course. What, what would have came from that? Would they have done Western? Would they have done Cops? They've done them, you know, what would have done? I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah. I always loved Play Misty yeah. for me and Clint Eastwood's early Yeah, work. that was a great movie, Play Misty. Really was. I know, but it was so out of, I don't want to say out of character. That's why I said it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But you said they play something else. And did yeah. maybe see John Wayne, could he have played the stalker and he called in? Could can you play I can't Misty for John me? John Wayne is a stalker. <laughs> yeah. No, I couldn't Listen either. here, Franny. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Can, can you, you play, play Misty for me? <laughs> well, Chuck, you going to call us again? Of course, man. <clears throat> That's what I like to hear, you guys buddy. Are great. Nice meeting you, buddy. Yeah, we're glad you called it. and stayed stayed with us. And Amelia, you know, we always like to hear from you, darling. I so appreciate being able to sit with you gentlemen on your table tonight. Thank you. Yes. Well, you're nice more, meeting you all. Welcome. Well, Thank especially you. Especially since you're not man bashing this evening. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> she's not man bashing. Man bashing or, or being a food snob. <laughs> this was a very upbeat show. I appreciate it for Moral Day weekend. And let me say on a closing note before I give it to my buddy whose show it is. And thank you for letting me hog a lot of time as your guest. Uh, I'd like to send a little prayer out and a little remembrance that it is Memorial Day and there's a lot of people that fought for the freedom that we have to be able to be on this radio show and I greatly appreciate it and admire them. Well, that's very nice, Joe, and that was that was very, very nice. Mm -hmm. I, I agree uh, My sentiments, really. Um, Chuck, it's a pleasure. We'd like to hear from you again, hopefully next week. If you're around or the following week, give us a call. Don't be afraid. And, I definitely uh, will. You guys are great. I appreciate it. And you'll you'll be in, uh, Rob. He can he can call too. He's, he's having a ball. Just bet that Atlanta Hawks game, buddy. <laughs> and you'll be in love story too. <laughs> Good night, everybody. We're, we we only got a few seconds left. I think. Uh, I enjoyed the show. We had a lot of fun. Please tune in again. Tell your friends the Rant Radio Show with Fran Sullivan. Don't be afraid to call us. That's what it's all about. Good night and have a great weekend.